0: Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, Talking Carolina Panthers, with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Your team every day. That's our motto here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you get your podcast. Just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of Locked On Panthers and Be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show to participate in the weekly Friday mailbag, either at me or DM me on Twitter, at Julian Council. And quick update on the weekly Friday mailbag. Uh, Oftentimes, as I've noted to y'all on the show, whenever any player, no matter whether he's good or bad or okay, people always ask me, hey, should the Panthers bring that guy in? It's like, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Scott Fitter did say in on every deal. Well, mailbag questions, a lot of those about players that got cut. As I told y'all, this is going to be a very fluid situation, the roster throughout the season. And some guys who got waived would get picked up on waivers, or they'd be available, and Carolina might be interested in them, depending on the position. Now, O.J. Howard is one of them, who was cut by the Buffalo Bills, a former first-round pick goes to a good team in Buffalo, and Buffalo does not want him. Why would the Carolina Panthers want him? Well, apparently the Cincinnati Bengals want him, so we'll see how things work out there for O.J. Howard as he's no longer available. So the answer to your question right there already played out. And that person did tell me, I know this will probably happen before I even get a chance to ask. And in Alex Leatherwood, one of the many failed first-round picks of the Mike Mayock era in Las Vegas with the Raiders. He already got picked up on waivers in Chicago. So two questions, and it's not the only ones. I've gotten plenty of those where people ask about the certain player, might they fit, and they are on another team. So if you want to have a Friday mailbag tomorrow, and I'm flying out to Boston for a wedding uh, tomorrow afternoon, I will be in Boston at the hotel in plenty of time to do an episode and get it out to you before heading to Fenway Park to go watch the terrible Red Sox. I'm so happy that they're bad. But, you know, in Boston, going to the game, why not go and check them out? Either way, though, I'm going to need some questions. If I don't get enough by Friday, there will be no show. It is a holiday weekend. I am not really trying to labor on Labor Day uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or on Monday. I will likely still have a podcast on Monday. It's typically a day off for us, but because it is the first week of the NFL season, the what I'm thinking is... A Monday mailbag, then we'll get into our usual schedule throughout the rest of the season. If you watched or listened to the show or really listened to the show last fall, you typically know how things go here on the show. Not too much going on. I'm going to get to it here in a moment, but just kind of give you an update there. So, at me or DM me at Julian Council. If you send me enough, you'll get one on Friday. If not enough, and over the weekend, then you'll get it on Monday. We'll go back to Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll do another mailbag probably on that Friday heading into that matchup against the Cleveland Browns. So just give me an update there. There's either not going to be a podcast on Friday or there's not going to be one on Monday. There will be one on one of those days. It's all up to you, the listener, or the viewer to tweet at me whatever questions you have for the Friday mailbag because I've given you enough of my energy and brain matter and content this week. So I'm not coming up with any more ideas. Well, let's get into, though, the show. As I'm sure I've wasted plenty of your time with that update. Uh, Matt Rule, LaVisca Chenault, and uh, Baker Mayfield, and Steve Wilkes all spoke to the media on Wednesday afternoon. The Carolina Panthers are now down to 53 players. They're adding another one, and they traded for another one recently in Chenault. Matt Rule gave us a quick update on the state of affairs as the team is preparing to head into game week against the Cleveland Browns come to Bank of America Stadium. On September 11th, Baker Mayfield's former team, he let us know that Sam Darnold is officially out four to six weeks. We already knew that because last Saturday, Ian Rappaport let us know, according to his sources, that Darnold will be out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. They originally feared that he would be out eight weeks. And there's still a possibility that might be the case, considering that Sam Darnold will at some point in time go on IR. He has to be there for at least four weeks. Then at some point, they'll designate him to return. So we'll see when he returns with Sam Darnold headed to IR at some point in time, and will be out officially 46 weeks. Leviska Chennault, who comes over from Jacksonville. Apparently, he has an electric vehicle, and it took him eight hours to get to Charlotte, opposed to five, and that is why I don't understand. Like, okay, Teslas sound awesome. The Rivians look great. Saw one a couple weeks ago um, here in Charlotte. The, um, the Lucid, now that one is even nicer as far as we're talking about these electric cars. Having to sit there and wait for an hour or thirty minutes, however long it is, to get your car to charge just so you can drive, I, I can't do that. Like that's why I'm like strictly on the gas vehicle and I understand it's better for the environment and I'm certainly interested in it, especially with the gas prices have been recently. But I'd rather pay those gas prices than have to sit and wait. And I'm someone on a long road trip. I'm not stopping. If I got a full tank of gas I can get me five hours, I'm not stopping, man, because a full tank of gas should be able to get you from Charlotte to Jacksonville. Easy. But the, he's got this electric, ve- electric vehicle, so I don't know. Good for him. He's got the money for that. I just, I don't know. I don't have the time, man. I, I don't get it. Um, but back to the football part of it, LaVisca Chenault is going to be someone who plays out wide, and he's going to see time in the backfield, which has a lot of fans excited about what he can bring to Carolina. Honestly, I I'm not really that fired up about it. As I told y'all, I don't really see the need to bring him in here. Matt Rule talked about what Shy has done this past, um, this training camp, what Higgins has been able to do, um, the potential that they have in Terrace Marshall, then you have DJ and Robbie, and he says how Chanel can come in here and that he does not have to be the number one guy right away. Well, he's not going to be the number one guy, period, because that's DJ. He might not even be the number two guy. So I'm just looking at it. Okay, so we're going to hand the ball off to him. They're going to think about it like Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is – electric. We've seen that when he's healthy. Was Chenault that? Because he only has 132 rushing yards over the course of two years. Had 41 on 11 attempts last year. Goose egg in a touchdown department. I'm just not seeing it right now. Of course, I'm going to let it play out. And y'all have your opinions. People have already tweeted at me. Be like, oh, I disagree with you, man. I think Chennault's going to be awesome. Well, we'll see. I thought he was great at Colorado. I mean, all these guys are great in college, but he was especially really freaking good his sophomore year at Colorado, then that next year kind of wasn't the same, and that's why he fell back to the second round. I'm sure there's other reasons for that as well. I just can't get there at this point in time. We'll see what it looks like. Don't expect him to play a major role next week against Cleveland. He'll have time to integrate himself, get familiar with the offense, and Ben McAdoo was there as his quarterback coach. I mean, of course, he doesn't coach wide receivers, and he's not a quarterback. Either way, Ben McAdoo was in Jacksonville a couple years ago, so he should have some sort of familiarity maybe with the terminology and the system that we have here in Carolina, with Macadoo as the OC. I just, I don't know. Chris McCaffrey, I'm cool with him getting touches out of the backfield. Like, I'm cool seeing DJ Moore get touches. Because people always talk about DJ is like a running back who plays wide receiver. I'm cool with that. Are we really going to do the whole force carries thing with LaVisca Chenault just to mix it up? I mean, we'll see how it works out. Just again, Josh Norris, who watches a ton of film, and like I respect his opinion. Not a huge fan. Now, that's his opinion. Uh, we'll see what it looks like when he gets here. I'm just not necessarily all that giddy about LaVisca Chenault taking the ball out of DJ Moore and like, Christian McCaffrey's hands. And it's not like that; those are the only two guys who are going to, you know, get the ball. But if you want to hand the ball off to a receiver, hand it off to DJ. <laughs> we don't have to do this with Chenault. He has a big body, and that's noticeable down at practice on Wednesday. Again, just, eh, we'll see. Uh, Panthers also gonna keep seven wide receivers. Yes, they've gotten calls on Terrace, they've gotten calls on Robbie, they're not shopping them. And Matt Rule talked about how plenty of times Scott Fitter, the general manager here, comes down to his office, tells him, Hey, got a call on this guy. Yada yada yada. Like that's the NFL. Like Scott's gonna answer the phone and he's gonna see what the deal is. And if it suits the team, then he will make it. But so far, has not gotten a deal. That suits him. One other thing, too, before we get to break here, talk about some of the players that um are now in a practice squad. A quick roster update. Baker Mayfield talked to the media on Wednesday, and first thing he had to say, well, first off, I didn't say it. And what did he not say is what Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network said he said on Friday night when talking to him on the field following the Panthers-Bills preseason finale, and that he said, according to her, that he's going to F up the Cleveland Browns next Sunday. It would be absolutely within the character of Baker Mayfield to say those words why she would share that private conversation with the NFL or the around the NFL podcast don't understand why she would do that to me not a big deal if he said it okay whatever if he didn't say it okay this is stupid whatever either way it doesn't really matter We all know how Baker Mayfield feels about the Cleveland Browns, and he talked about how he has not wanted to give the media any fodder and any headlines moving into this week one game, that he's just trying to treat like another game. But he's also said, I'm not going to act like a robot and say it doesn't matter. Yes, obviously it matters. Of course he does not feel great about how things pan out in Cleveland, and especially the things that the man who replaced him is accused of doing. So, yes, Baker Mayfield should take it personally, and he'll show that when he goes out there and plays against him next Sunday afternoon at Bank of America Stadium. That's really all else I have to say about it. It's pretty stupid. Who really cares if he said it? It's exciting. I guess it's exciting to get that kind of attitude and fans like it. Well, if he plays like crap on Sunday, y'all are going to turn right around and be like, oh, he was too emotional. It's all stupid. Cool. Baker Mayfield clearly doesn't like the Cleveland Browns. Big time headline right there. All right, uh, the Carolina Panthers had a chance to claim guys off of waivers, but they did not want to do that. A couple of their guys did leave and are not on the practice squad, and they have 15. One spot left on the practice squad. We'll get into that here in just a moment on Lockdown Panthers. It's almost the start of the NFL season, and I love this time of year. College football is back, the NFL is back, and God, the fall sports are in the air. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name. In sports stats, Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues, including the National Football League. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau's research team. This app is really your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records. Expert game analysis for betting, building your fantasy team, impressing friends. Perfect absolutely perfect for player previews and for team previews as you get ready for the season and it is the perfect place that all of y'all need to go throughout the fantasy football season and of course throughout the nfl season the nfl season is right around the corner so don't wait download the elias game plan app today and right now i have a special offer when you subscribe get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use promo code Locked On NFL. Finalize game, plan sports betting in the App Store or the Google Play Store today and use my promo code NFL.
1: This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, We've been
0: through roster cutdowns. The Panthers are practicing the team that they're going to go into week 1 with is now down there at the Adrian Health bubble. And it's also just a massive tease. Like I told y'all with the with training camp and preseason like football's back, but it's still not really back and doing a show. It's a Thursday and I'm just ready to really have Everything to talk about, like with game week, like to have that excitement in the air. And, you know, I'm getting out of town here, so my focus is all over the place. not going to be a very long podcast. Sorry about that if you're upset about that. um, But I don't know, man. I'm just ready for football, actual football. I'm done talking about rosters. Done talking about what this guy might look like. Let's just see it out on the field. Now, speaking of rosters and what this guy might look like and not being able to see it on the field just quite yet, the Carolina Panthers had a chance after the uh, cutdown to claim someone off of waivers, they decided that they weren't interested in doing that. They were six on the waiver wire because they were the uh, sixth uh, worst record a year ago. Um, But they decided not to claim a single player. Um, One of their players who was cut, Daryl Johnson, was claimed by Seattle. As I told you all yesterday, the guy's a special teams kind of player, so someone was going to pick him up. And the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, John uh, Schneider, and that whole organization decided, hey, Daryl, come on up to the P&W and play special teams for us. Panthers traded a sixth-round pick away to Buffalo last year for his services, and he didn't really do anything at all. And yet another wasted draft pick by the Carolina Panthers. Um, Another player who the Panthers might have signed to the practice squad, but who is not here, is Kalen Barnes, a seventh-round pick out of Baylor. He also was the fastest guy at the Combine. But once again, speed does not always translate to being – a good football player, which is why Barnes could not be able to crack a deep cornerback room, and is now in Miami hanging out in South Beach. It's not a bad situation for him as he's going to join the Dolphins practice squad. As far as the Carolina Panthers practice squad goes, Justin Burris, who was cut, one of the surprise cuts for people out there, unless you listen to Locked On Panthers, where I let you know that he was someone who was going to be cut and that people would be surprised by it. But if you listen to the show or watch the show, You wouldn't be surprised by it because I told you this was going to happen. So, Burris, he's still on the the practice squad. Look at him as someone who will be elevated at some point in time if there's ever an injury. Fingers crossed. Hopefully that doesn't happen. To Jeremy Chin, same situation. Any backups like Sam Franklin – Or Sean Chandler and, of course, Xavier Woods. Really, if Xavier Woods gets hurt, that's the guy who comes in and probably starts in place considering that Burris has been a starter um, back in Cincinnati and, of course, the last two seasons here in Carolina. Kenny Robinson, 0-3 on making the active roster, but 3-3 for on signing to the practice squad after missing the active roster. He's still here. Madre Harper, the cornerback, is on the roster. Defensive end, Austin Larkin. Sam Tecklenburg, Tecklenburg County, back again, the center um, for the Carolina Panthers. Tight ends, Colin Thompson. As I told y'all, dude, happy-go-lucky guy, has his podcast. Maybe go check that out as well, Um, but not until after you listen to this show, of course. Uh, He's back, Titan Josh Babbage, one of the uh, two Titans that they had signed this offseason. He's on the practice squad. Deontay Brown, who is someone that is going to struggle with weight. Six-round pick from a year ago at Alabama, only played in one game last year, starting last year against Tampa Bay in Week 18. Doesn't make the roster, but he does clear waivers, and that's good to see that the Carolina Panthers can continue to work and develop with develop him. And hopefully, maybe down the road, he can be a player on this roster. Because look at it. Bradley Bozeman, who knows if he's going to be here after this upcoming season? Same thing with Pat Offline. Like there could be a role down the road for Deontay Brown to play on that starting offensive line for the Carolina Panthers. So we'll see how that pans out. Tay Hayes. He's going to be another guy on the practice squad who I think will get an opportunity to get elevated at some point in time this season. The cornerback out of App State, of course. Then wide receiver, Sean Henry. Defensive end, Drew Jordan. Running back, Sean Lovett. Linebacker, Aaron Mosby. Wide receiver, Derek Wright. and the last edition, and Matt Rule, when speaking to the media on Wednesday, alluded to a quarterback could be on the way. After Matt Corral went on season-ending IR, Sam Donald's going to be headed to IR. will be out four to six weeks, maybe longer. We'll see how long it is. Only Baker and PJ are on the roster. So they had to go out there and find someone else, at least to put on the practice squad. Not on the active roster, but they needed to find another quarterback for the practice squad. That quarterback is Jacob Eason, a fourth-round pick out of the University of Washington. Played in Indianapolis. He was a part of the talk of the town in Indy last year because Carson Wentz had the foot injury. also I think he had COVID at some point in time, maybe early on pre- in the training camp. And the talk was, hey, can Jacob Eason be the starter for the first couple weeks if they need him to do that? Ended up not being the case. Once comes back, Eason gets cut, goes to Seattle, his hometown team. And now he's here in Carolina on the practice squad. And I expect he'll be here just for a couple weeks until Sam Darnold comes back. And he has a little bit of experience, has talent, was a five-star out of high school, out of the Seattle area, was at Georgia originally. He's the guy who got hurt. Then they decided that Jake Fromm would be the starting quarterback. And I don't think Fromm's in the NFL. Jacob Eason, though, is. George. either way, things worked out for Kirby Smart last year, as we saw. So, Jacob Eason fills the 15th spot. There's one more spot to be filled. We'll see what happens with that 16th spot for the Carolina Panthers. So, there's a practice squad. I do think guys like Burris and Robinson will, at some point in time, play on the active roster for the Carolina Panthers. Might even play a couple games this upcoming season. And Sam Tecklenburg might be in the same case. He might get an opportunity to be active one day. Colin Thompson, Deontay Brown. Like, they have – a solid group on that practice squad. And especially when you look at someone who's been a starter for your team, like Justin Burris, that just speaks to the depth that's on this roster that I've told you all about. Like wide receiver, they're seven deep, and they might be a little bit too deep. We'll see um, how it goes. But, again, I like this roster. Look at the Carolina Panthers have be been able to do, and think uh, this is a solid foundation that they have right there. Now, one other position that needed to be filled was kicker. The Panthers brought in a couple guys the last couple of days. They finally came to an agreement. Onto who would be that next kicker. And we'll talk about that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? What's the worst that could happen? You end up driving below the speed limit. It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction time slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone else around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high. Get a DUI.
1: or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. The Carolina Panthers added Zane
0: Gonzalez to the season-ending IR on Tuesday before the roster cutdowns and went with no kicker on their initial 53-man roster. And knowing that eventually Sam Darnold would go on IR, so they had to add a kicker, well, they have come to agreement with a kicker in Eddie Pinheiro, who is still on the way to Charlotte as I'm recording this at 6 o'clock on a Wednesday night before he's able to take his uh, physical, but he should be good to go and a starting kicker for the Carolina Panthers for hopefully the remainder of the season. He was one of two kickers who came in on Monday that had familiarity with the special teams coordinator here in Carolina, Chris Tabor, dating back to his time in Chicago, where he kicked with the Bears in 2019, was 23 of 28, missed four from 40 plus yards that season, and was 27 of 29 on his extra points. Then he had a groin injury, which is All too familiar here in Carolina as far as its kickers go. Zane Gonzalez having that injury that's kept him out for the rest of the season and then having a quad injury a year ago that was suffered against the exact same team, the Buffalo Bills, as the injury suffered on Friday night in that preseason game. But uh, uh, Pinero, rather, was on IR in Chicago in 2020, season-ending IR with a groin injury, then came back. Well, I guess he didn't come back. He went He went to the Colts, was waived by them, was on to Washington, I think then football team, now Commanders practice squad, was waived and spent a couple of games, I think five games, with the New York Jets in 2021, was 8 of 8 from field goal range and then 9 of 10 extra points. Career-wise, he's 31 of 36, 36 of 39 extra points, which would be good for, let's bring out the almighty uh, calculator, 86%. So, you know, we'll see. Pinheiro, I I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. He's bounced around. This will be his one, two, three, four, fifth team. Hopefully it works out. I, I thought he, again, like i said, really good kicker back at college. Not a ton of them out there. Yeah, we the hashtag college kickers. I'm sure you've seen it on a uh, Saturday during the fall if you've been on Twitter. Gonzalo, I mean Pinero. Mm, Pinheiro, Gonzalez. Pinheiro. Hopefully he will be. Good for the Carolina Panthers. They got Zane Gonzalez off a practice squad in Detroit last year, and he turned out to be good enough where the Carolina Panthers wanted to commit to him for this season and next. Now, if Pinheiro kicks well this year, will Gonzalez come back next season? We will see. The good thing is Chris Tabor has familiarity with him. One of the best special teams coordinator out there in the National Football League. Don't think he's going to bring in a kicker who does not have extreme faith in. And I think that what's that's what they have here in Piñero. So good to see that. Hope it pans out. And I would imagine once it's official, pen to paper, like you can't have 54 players, Sam Darnold will officially go on IR. Don't know why they've taken so long to get that deal done when we all know it's inevitable. So hopefully Sam comes back soon and uh, fingers crossed that Eddie Piñero has the kind of season that we saw last year from Zane Gonzalez and turns out to be a consistent kicker there for the special teams unit. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked on Panthers podcast hosted by yours truly, Julian Council. Again, guys, make sure to uh, watch the show, subscribe to the show over on our Locked on Panthers YouTube channel. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts and uh, follow me on Twitter at Julian Council to get in your mailbag questions. Might be tomorrow, might be Monday. It's really up to you to get those questions in. But in the meantime, enjoy your holiday weekend. Be safe, be happy, be whole as always. Keep pounding and I'll talk to you all Friday, maybe Monday. I don't know. That's why you got to rate, review, and subscribe so you can uh, make sure to get every episode. But uh, talk to you then. Enjoy your holiday weekend. Goodbye.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.